Good morning. This is the Financial Nuggets podcast with me, Michael Palmer. The next couple of podcasts are going to be retirement plan focused. I'm going to narrow it down to really talking about two different retirement plans since these are the two that most operators have if they offer a retirement plan. So a simple IRA and a 401k. We're going to tackle the simple IRA today and the 401k next time. So why does anyone even offer retirement plans in the first place? Well, it helps you, the business owner, right? And it also helps the employees save for retirement. So it can be a win in both scenarios. I spent a good amount of time talking about this on previous podcasts, but if you're only saving your retirement plan and nowhere else, that's going to be an issue while you're younger because of liquidity, but also it will be an issue when you're in retirement because you probably won't have saved enough money based on percentage of income. Remember, you're trying to save 20% of your gross income. Okay, back to retirement plans. First of all, the rules on retirement plans are always changing. There seems to be new legislation every couple of years on these things, and it typically takes the IRS a year or two to even interpret the laws that are passed before they can even figure out how it will practically move forward. So ask your advisor lots of questions and just know that these things do change over time. Now, the very basics, you have traditional versus Roth. Traditional means you're deferring taxes to the future. Easy example to think through this, if you're making $100,000 and you put $5,000 into a traditional retirement account, think of it like your tax, like you made $95,000 this year. $5,000 goes to the future to be taxed at whatever that rate is at that time. For a Roth, you're taxed today, but it grows tax-free. You can have a traditional IRA, a traditional 401k, a traditional simple IRA, or Roth. Now, an IRA is an individual retirement account, IRA, individual retirement account. So in any retirement plan, you will never own this jointly with another person. It will always be your own plan. There tends to be some confusion on this, so I'm going to oversimplify some pieces here. An IRA is something that anybody can contribute to. However, IRAs have deduction limits and Roth IRAs have contribution limits depending on someone's income. In 2023, if you're married filing jointly, covered by an employee employer retirement plan, and your AGI is over 228000 so adjusted gross income is over 228000 you are not allowed to get a deduction by contributing to a traditional IRA. For a Roth IRA, if you're married filing jointly, covered by an employer retirement plan, and your AGI is over 228000 so the same scenario I just went through with a traditional IRA you cannot make a contribution at all to the Roth IRA. Now, a lot of different rules there, but really the thing that most people end up focusing on or thinking about is that $228,000 income. So a side note here, many people get confused with this Roth IRA rule when we're talking about Roth 401ks. Roth 401ks do not have income limitations. Roth IRAs do. So that $228,000 income that I was talking about, that does not apply to a Roth 401k. Obviously, lots of nuance and details in all of this. So why are there these rules on contribution limits and deduction limits, et cetera? So think of it logically. IRAs have different perceived tax benefits. So the IRS limits who can contribute to them. In short, rich people, quote unquote, rich people are not who the IRA was created for. One of the benefits of an employer-sponsored plan is that there are no income limitations to be able to contribute, hence why people do simple IRAs and 401ks, etc. So a simple IRA is, is, is exactly like it sounds. It's simple. 
it's going to be the simplest form of employer-sponsored retirement plan out there, and it's going to be pretty inexpensive to run as well. In 2023, the max amount you could contribute to this plan is 15500 And if you're 50 or older, that number increases to 19000 That's called the catch-up provision, where if you're over 50, you can catch up on retirement. Remember me saying that the simple IRA is simple? Well, generally, most employers are matching employees' contributions for a 3% match. There's no age limitations. Employees are eligible if they've made at least $5,000 in any of the previous two years. And there's, of course, nuance to all of this, but those are the basics. So just like with a 401k or any retirement plan, the federal government wants you to offer these plans to your employees. So the government offers tax credits and deductions for many of the expenses associated with these plans. Again, the simple won't have as many expenses as other plans. So there are more credits available for things like a 401k, which we'll talk about on the next podcast. But just make sure you're talking with your CPA about any fees associated with a simple and make sure you take advantage of all the credits and deductions. Now, if you're currently doing a simple IRA and you're thinking about switching to a 401k, there used to be a rule that you had to do that process on January 1st every single year. And it's a longer process. So I would say like, hey, you should probably be starting it now. And you had to give your employees a 60-day notice. And all of this was driven by ERISA and different laws that are in place. But this has since changed with the new SECURE Act 2.0. So moving forward in 2024, you'll actually be able to switch from a simple IRA to a 401k whenever you want. So should you have a simple IRA? I don't know. It depends on so many different things in your situation. So as always, don't hesitate to reach out if I can help you think through any of this. My website's michaelgpalmer.com and hit that contact button if I can help you with anything. Make sure to hit that subscribe button as well so you don't miss any future podcasts. Like I said, next week we're going to be talking on 401ks um, and some exciting things with the GIOA 401k and payroll integration and things like that. All right, I'll talk to you again in a couple of weeks. Now for the fund compliance piece, registered representative and financial advisor of Park Avenue Securities, LLC, pass OSJ 5280, Carroll Canyon Road, Suite 300, San Diego, California, 92121-619-684-6400. Securities, products, and advisory services offered through pass member FINRA, SIPC, financial representative of the Guardian Life Insurance Company of America, Guardian, New York, New York, passes a wholly owned subsidiary of Guardian. Westpac Wealth Partners, LLC, is not an affiliate or subsidiary of pass or Guardian. Insurance products offered through Westpac Wealth Partners and Insurance Services, LLC, a DBA of Westpac Wealth Partners, LLC, California Insurance License Number 0L49687. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not to be construed as tax, legal, or investment advice. Although the information has been gathered from sources believed to be reliable, please note that the individual situations can vary. Therefore, the information should be relied upon only when coordinated with individual professional advice. Guest speakers and their firms are not affiliated with or endorsed by past Guardian or Westpac Wealth and opinions stated are their own. Guardian and its subsidiaries, agents, and employees do not provide tax, legal, or accounting advice. Consult your tax, legal, or accounting professional regarding your individual situation. All investments and investment strategies contain risk and may lose value. 2023-159-267, expiration 825, Georgia Independent Operators Association is not an affiliate or subsidiary of PASS or Guardian.